Hey, uh, welcome back to another episode of Extra Reverb. It's me, World Famous Secret, back again with Sweet Tuesday and Lucid Domino. Mi amo Domino Lucido. Oh, Lucid. I don't know. I'm not going to Mayamo Coker Eastler. Coker Eastler. It's not a slurred S, bro. <laughs> My friend's like, yo, who's that? Who's that cute looking f- big kid on your podcast? I'm like, oh, that's Coker Eastler. <laughs> like, that's how you describe it. Who's that cute looking big kid on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time. All my friends and all. All my coworkers, my boss, like called me into his office. Was like, "I'll give you a dollar raise. You tell me who's that cute, who's that cutie little big kid on your podcast." And I'm like, "Oh, that's Coker Easler. That's Sweet Tuesday. That's Coker zero four fifteen. This was a great way to well, start the podcast. I'm very, uh, I'm very ashamed of myself. Uh, very how, good. How way are you guys? Started. That's a genuine question. How are you guys? I know we're in a bit of a tough time, but we're gonna get through this. And we're here to no, help we won't. you out during this. Okay, Coker, you know what, man? <clears throat> okay. Nothing will be Let's the same. Let's just restart, okay? No, we're hey not going to restart. Episode of, uh, Don't of, uh, think you're going to get that. And, uh, Don't think we're going to restart because of that. And um, it's not going to work that way. I see how way. you guys are doing. I care about you guys. Coker does not. It's not that uh, easy. Not every folly I, we make can be just, re- just like, let's restart. Okay, you know what? Cut that out. Restart. No, we're not going to restart. We're not going to restart. We're not going to restart at all. No, do not think we're going to be able to do that. Nope. I'm taking control. Okay, cut that out again. Look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes, Jacob. Look me in the eyes, Jacob. Look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes, Jacob. Since when were you the one in control? Look me in the eye. Look me in the eyes, Jacob. Look me in the eyes. I can't. Yes, you can. Look me in the eyes. I'm looking at your stupid profile picture. It's not even you. I'm not turning on the face cam. Look me in the then eyes, how Jacob. How can I look, look in your eyes? Look, uh, just, but just imagine me? it. Just, okay. uh, just imagine. Imagine your stupid eyes. Got it. You know, I'll Facetime you. How about that? I'll Facetime okay. you. I'll Facetime you right now. All right. Okay. All right. This is episode ten, huh? <laughs> this is episode ten. Imagine. We gotta make this imagine, a good episode, then. Imagine all the people living life in peace. Uh, let's see. Yeah, episode ten. I'll help you out this episode. Hello. <laughs> Did you forget I was bald? Look me in the eyes. Okay. I'm just gonna giggle, bro. I swear. Look me in the eyes, bro. <laughs> you looking like that? Why are you doing that face? <laughs> I'm in control now. We're not stopping the podcast. <laughs> Stop looking like that. You're going to the camera with me and like. <laughs> That's it, I'm done, dude. We're not doing that. All right, cut that out. Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. We got to keep that, bro. I always sound like I'm fake laughing whenever I'm laughing during this podcast. I could tell you're real laughing. But no, I mean, real laugh is kind of interesting. I really am. I really am laughing. It's just... uh, it's my more calm laugh. So it's his fake it laugh. He's, fake. he's putting on a character for the show. He has to pretend he's likable. No, I'm kidding. <gasps> hey, you guys want to know something crazy? Yeah. Extra reverb started only two months ago, and this is episode 10 already. That's pretty good. Technically, really we good. recorded that first episode back in November, so it's... Did we really? Been like ha- yeah, yeah. Remember we recorded like it like a, remember we right. recorded it the day before. Wait, yeah. But, okay, yeah. I remember that. But why did it take us so long? I don't remember honestly. I don't. I don't think we just ever got around to I it. I think we're. Just, I think we're just kind of busy with other projects at the time. I'm guessing. Yeah. And then uh, Christmas happened. Was taking forever to make the logo. Yeah, yeah. It was. There's just a bunch of uh. We're finishing up projects Oops. and kind of like ironing out the case. It's been almost half a month already. So it's, yeah, it's we recorded the first episode in November, I believe. Yeah, it's been almost half a month since we, or half a year. I mean, it's been almost half a year since we started this or started well, the it's project. Been like, it's been like I think almost three months, and we're already on episode ten. So that it's means been three months since we released it, but it's yeah. been almost it's been almost half a month since we started yeah. working on it. But that's good though. That's good, and that you know yeah. we're keeping up with it. Um, I, and we took a break for a little. We took like a break. Yeah, because like remember I went to, I went down point, to Florida. So, yeah, I went down so to Florida. I, I, I think we've been doing pretty good. Um, I we don't like to we don't like to 
you know, there's a podcast. We don't, uh, we don't talk about it, but, um, we were hoping to get a similar uh, consistency once we, uh, get it, you know, back up and running. Uh, we're hoping we can figure out a good system. Yeah, don't, for it. don't even say the name. It's like Voldemort. It's like, uh, that's getting cut out. Why? I hate every time. Like, I'll say a statement and then it's like, that's getting cut out. Like, Whether or not. If you're not even. If you're not gonna. If you're not gonna say the name, which I think. Which it, I agree it's with, a joke. Why even bother mentioning it at no, all? It's, I, oh, I said it as a joke. I don't actually. Reference I'm not ashamed of it. To it's, it's a joke. Reference. Like, references. To, cast, guys. The cast. The cast. The cast. Cast. I was it was it was a bit no it's okay. still getting cut out anyway no! um, dude just like right, replace every right, time we right, say guys, it with like well, um, like replace it with Jacob's burp I don't know if it'll get cut out but we were talking <laughs> so about it just something. sounds like Jacob burping a whole bunch <laughs> just know okay, okay, that yeah, something got that. cut okay that's because every time I say something he's like that's getting cut out <laughs> yo when you say okay I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your burp over like. Every second word oh, you I, say. Oh, no, I can give you a burp if you want. Oh, wait, you already have one. I give you another one. Yeah, we already got one. We don't need one. It's going to hurt. Hold on. When did this become so... <laughs> when did this become so childish? When did we get to this level? You know, we started this podcast very professionally. We, we wanted this to be so serious, and then it's taken... Like, we keep to the whole thing of audio, but we make it so, like unprofessional you know it's funny the cast it started the same way we're like all professional and we're like taking it seriously and by like the f a few episodes in it was like but worse because well i hope you don't make the same fate i hope that we don't i hope I that I you don't start an, i hope that you and austin don't start another podcast with someone else and then whenever they say you replace it with a burp noise that's gonna happen <laughs> you know Considering that we're pretty young, that's bound to happen eventually. So just no, we're going to keep this going forever. We're going to be in our forties talking about extra talking. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode nine hundred and thirty-two of Extra Reverb. Well, we'll Wouldn't be that be cool though. Well, we'll be like Blink One Eighty Two, and eventually we're we'll gonna have like a breakup. Like I'm gonna start like a. How long would that take? See, no, I want to see how long it would take yeah, us to get to a hundred thousand episodes. I mean, let's assume rate, that we did. Let's assume that we did on. an average of like forty-five episodes per year. And um, well, we did we did so what ten episodes in like three months divided so by forty five. So it would take us over twenty two years. I would be twice my age by the time we finished that. Goodness, hold on, no, because we got I would ten be, episodes done, done in like two I months. would be thirty. I would be thirty seven. I'd be almost forty. Hold on, no, we to get to episode one hundred. No, a thousand. Oh, a yeah, that'll take, that'll take a little while. It will be like, um, it depends. Like, if this becomes our full-time job, we can release, like, a few episodes a week, like, uh, we could be like or something. We could be like Microsoft, like, we do Extra Reverb, then Extra Reverb 360, and Extra Reverb 1. <laughs> extra Reverb 1S, or Extra Reverb yeah, uh, Series X. X, or whatever it's called. All right, but today's episode is going to be a bit special because we're going to be taking questions, or what questions we have taken we're going to be answering can we uh, <laughs> but can we first a word from our sponsors jacob first a word from our sponsors it. really yeah, yeah i'm serious word from our sponsors everybody our twitter accounts go follow it that's our sponsor our no sponsor really i was gonna i was gonna i was gonna do a little beat and then like introduce the questions do it do it then do it okay do it you won't Yo, it's Lucid Domino. I'm in the house. I'm here with World Famous Secret and Sweet Tuesday. We're going to answer your question, and that is that. So everybody get ready, or I'll shoot you with a gat. Remember, everybody, don't ask your parents where babies come from. Ask us from Extra Reverb. Our first question they comes come from, from a, the from ranch, a, and to the ranch they shall return. <clears throat> our, our first question comes from an individual called at Thaddeus James. Uh, we, uh... His, his question is, what song of yours do you, do each of you hate the most? I hate any song. Every new Tuesday. one after I come back to it after taking a break. What song of yours do I, what song of mine do I hate the most? Well, Jacob didn't answer it seriously, so we. No, I'm going to answer seriously. Uh, do, uh, do one of you guys want to go first? 
You can answer because I still got to think. I okay. Think By the way, guys, that jingle was made up on the spot. Uh, we I was going to say something We should else, release it. We should, what it was. we should make it a record store day um, exclusive. I think it was good, though. I think that should be we our should, official we, that should be jingle. That should be alongside the Paw Patrol album at <laughs> record store day next year. If you guys like that jingle, I'll sing it every episode if uh, if you let me know. But uh, If we do a no, question, this is serious, we, we should... We're, we didn't answer questions last time in the last episode because no one asked questions. And uh, I, frankly, I forgot. But uh, we want to try to do it every at least once per episode, maybe one question at least. So keep the questions rolling. And uh, yeah, we'll make it a bit. My least favorite song. I, I can't I, I can't really say a song I hate. Yeah, I, that's, I, I that's don't why re- this question is kind of interesting. I, I don't really have thing. a song that I hate. Yeah. I have songs that I'm a bit wary on, but I don't really have a. Um, it's a tough question because we don't we don't go out of our way to make a song we don't yeah, like. You know, it's it's yeah. If I don't like the song, I don't really usually make it. Uh, the the I guess in in looking back, the only song I can say I don't really like is a song called um, a song called Oh Mister Miracle mm-hmm. that I did. A long time ago, not a long time, about a year ago, uh, from my first Sweet Tuesday album. I guess I, I don't really like that one. It's a bit rough around the edges. So, yeah. You know. I want to answer this question in uh, two different ways. Um, Me too. The first because, way I want to. Like, is this question talking about songs that we've released? Or songs that have never seen the light of day because they were so bad. I, I doubt they'd be would, talking about songs that yeah, we um, never released. I mean, I think both's interesting because it's kind of it'd be interesting to talk about a song that was just so like this is not good that I can't release it. But then again, or no songs one really that, knows of the song you're not proud of if it was never released. Um, see, see, for me, the thing is, the thing would be that I used to be. I'm not. I'm nowhere near the best songwriter in the world, but I used to be a lot worse. I used to we be flat out abysmal to, go, to where know? like half of my songs, some of the lines would just be so, there's a word that my friend made up. It's called trukey. It's a mix between cringy, cheesy, just something that you just don't want to associate yourself with. Yeah. Trukey. Some of the lines were just trukey. Some of the songs were just complete ripoffs where I was extremely unoriginal and took the melody from one song, usually an Al City song. And uh, some of them... Some of them I just thought were weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them made per- references that I look back on and think, eh, it's not worth it. Uh, I think one song, one of those would have to be my uh, mo- my most disliked song, which would be mm, probably a song that I cannot even remember the name of. But... Uh, you remember that song that was on the radio? It was like on Radio Disney back in like 2011, 2012. That said, uh, like, it had a line that was like, those beautiful eyes and it gives you a reason to smile. So you smile. You don't remember that? Mm, I don't. I don't. Okay. I, well, I, was a Nickelodeon I, I, I always listen to, I always listen to Kids Place Live. Okay. I don't think it was on that. It was one of those like, no, Kids Plays Live was just stars. Weird Al Yankovic and like other parody songs. Very nice. I so was I not in Yoda. charge of the radio station when I heard it the first time, to be fair, I but always... I thought it was okay. It was like the same kind of station that would play like Coco Jones Holla at the DJ, which was actually a good song, and like R5, Get Loud, and uh, sometimes Carly Rae Jepsen. Sometimes it played Good Time, too, by Al City. Um, 2012, 2013... But yeah, I I pretty much took the melody from that, gave it extremely cringy lyrics, was not original at all. I was it was like a a period of time where I just couldn't stop thinking about that song. I had to do some sort of expression with it. What Either song? These again? days, I would probably Sorry? like if it was a song that I was thinking about and I couldn't stop thinking about it. These days, I might find a way to sample it. But back then, what I didn't song know was it anything again? about that. I have no idea. I just remember uh, one hey, line. Um, it was a, okay, it was a so line that said, that okay. those beautiful yeah. eyes and it gives you a reason to smile, so you smile. Gotcha. Yeah, I, th- I thought you, you mentioned like other songs. So I got confused if, for a second, but okay. If I'm thinking about stuff I've never released, or at least I had released and got rid of it, basically anything I recorded before before I started working on the first Sweet Tuesday album, uh, you know, I 
if I had to pick out one in particular, it'd probably be a song I did that was supposed to be a modern day version of back in the USSR. And I, I, I straight up just name dropped North Korea and Kim Jong-un in it. And Austin remembers this because he actually was supposed to try and help me mix it. This sounds familiar. <laughs> and I straight up just name dropped North Korea. And I was just like, yeah, I'm so Shooting cool. water, man. <laughs> Shooting water. Thank you. I was making fun of North Korea by comparing them to the dude it, like whatever the Roman dude was that thought fighting the water would kill Poseidon or something. And, uh, and I thought I was creative between that. And it was just a straight up rip off, like sound wise and lyric wise of back in the USSR. And, uh, but that's not the only one. I did a whole bunch of other songs before that, especially like the first. I got to lie. I can't say I can't say that the first album I ever recorded wasn't bad, though, or was mm-hmm. bad because I actually got to be real. The first album I ever recorded, Life I recorded. Quick. I recorded Life it. Done sick. Yeah. Life done. Life quick, done life thick. Yeah. All I remember that. Life done. But um, small things. Uh, but no, I, I, the first album I ever recorded was, I recorded it on my Yamaha keyboard, which I still own. And I just had the, I had my audacity running with it, Mike, with literally the jack cable from my Yamaha going into it. And I recorded that whole album on that. That's the only album from that era. I actually like everything else I dislike. So yeah, Jacob, did you, did you answer? I have not. If you're. I mean, Please answer. Done. I, I'm done. I'm real. So, anyways, I'm gonna answer this question in two ways. So, as you know, I I haven't really been making music for that long. I'd say I'd officially started in like 2016 and took it more seriously in 2017. <clears throat> and my first album came out in 2018. So, obviously, there's a good reason why Dreaming from Scratch has a lot of uh just problems with it, production and writing wise. And which is crazy because I released Late Night Apartment Lights like a year and a half later and just stomps it out of the water. But anyways, there's two songs on this album that I feel like just didn't have potential. It just should have been not in the album. And I feel that those songs are Without You and uh, Santa Fe isn't as bad, but both of those songs because everything about it just isn't good. I don't like the production. Uh, It was just not it wasn't quantized correctly, so I had no idea what that meant. The writing wasn't the best. Um, just all in all, like if I had to, re- if I could re-release Train from Scratch and just have those songs not exist, I would. Um, but I don't fault myself too much because again, I was just so new to it, and I just I had a lot to learn, and I did learn a lot from that album. So I'll answer it with those two. Um, and then seconds. Actually, you know what? That is not very valid, so I don't really, I don't really hate it. So, uh, I, I think I would just say those two then, honestly. Um, well, tell us about the other one. Though. Tell good. us about the other one, just really quick. Well, it's not. I don't really hate it. I don't know why I was gonna say I did. I was gonna say clocks on the wall, but I don't hate the song itself. But the uh, the process of making it was so difficult. But that song ended up good. So I don't know why I was gonna say that. That's why I, I got s- just. That's why I'm like, I don't. I I can't talk right now because I'm like scrambling. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess I would only say those two songs. Um. What up? What up, should should we get on the next question? Okay. So the next that's question is like, really a question. That's funny. One question lasted us for a very long time. We got a good discussion out of that. The next question comes yeah. to us from a from, from a uh, fellow known as Evgeny, and he commands us to drop to some, spit some to bars. spit some bars. Sorry, not Honestly, to drop. I feel like spit. I, I, f- I feel like I already did. Yeah, the, Jacob uh, already fulfilled that. Jacob's excused. He he fulfilled it. Uh so that leaves me and Goker. Uh you go first. All right. Don't let, don't let me stop you. Yo, what's up, Austin? You're really gross. You look like someone just burnt some toast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Austin. I, I, I'm, I'm only good at roasting people unimprovised. I'm great. sorry. That, how does someone look like... 
how do you look at someone and like just reading <laughs> their face say, wow, look, someone must I'm have seeing just you look like a piece toast. of burnt toast. I'm oh. seeing you look like a piece of burnt toast. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Austin. It's just I can't do anything but roast people on improvised. I can't rap on improvised. All right, you want I should some, have done Jacob. You want but, some bars? But I Jacob already hates me, so. I'll spit I don't some hate bars. you, Coker. It's a bit. Boys support boys, okay? <laughs> We're actually buddies. Wow. <laughs> but, like, everyone I, is a boy. So, like, we mean girls. We mean anything, anything. We're all boys. and Not boys girls, sorry. Boys. Girls are not allowed. No, that I, you just contradicted no girls, what I said. Coker. No girls are allowed. Jacob's lying. I, okay, Coker's the only not boy, okay? We don't support oh. him. I'm the only not boy? Yeah. Everyone else in the world is a fellow boy. And because boy, we're not... Uh, even we're racist not, people? We're not... Well, exactly. complicated. We're exactly. Jacob's a sympathizer. actual gender. It's kind of like a, a general thing. Like we're all... Bro, look, I'm sorry. Boys. Bro and like dude are gender t- neutral. I'm sorry. They really are. What'd you say? And man, you're saying bro, Bro and dude are like gender neutral at this point yeah like like even girls be like oh how are you guys doing and like it'll be like girl like guys yeah. is, we're not saying like literally like guys and yeah. i'm not gonna lie i i get Let's i look- get kind of angry i don't want to be controversial but i don't like it when like when like for example someone i won't i won't i won't name specific genders but someone who's like oh i can't believe you just call me a guy i'm not a guy i'm this i'm that it's like that's not what they mean when they say hey guys that it's let's i don't know but let's not try to get political i don't want to get political but come yeah, on let's just boys support boys. let's get come let's on. let austin spit some bars and then we'll go to the next question i actually have a bar to spit after austin i got some bars to spit about boeing's new plane I got a triple seven X for X factor, biggest dual jet, less carbon footprint than a tractor. Engines about as tall as a thirty-seven is wide. They're so big that they almost fit your mama inside. Ah! It's so much greater than Drake sixty-seven. His plane is so much lesser, like ten is to eleven. My triple seven X makes his plane look like a crime. His sixty-seven's trash, like his Ghost Rider's rhymes. Bro, you didn't have to do that. Can't believe you did that. I just, I just clipped I like really Austin hard, and that, I'm so that sorry. Question like months, like, uh, like a week ago, when it was like asked, and then it was like prepared. Yeah, he's been prepared for this moment his entire life. Yeah, this was, this was, this was a big moment. I really just, Austin. I'm sorry, Austin, when you hear how bad I clipped the mic when I just yelled like that. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, Jacob, turn again. Donde esta la biblioteca? Mi amo oh T-Bone, la arana discoteca, discoteca, mateca, la biblioteca. <laughs> es en bigotes grande, pero monteca, mateca, bigotes gigante, pequeno. Cerveza es nueve, cerveza es bueno. Buenos días, me gusta papa frías. Los bigotes de la cabra es camaron días. Yeah, boy. Let's boy. go, dude. What? Okay, I don't know. It's you guys, so you guys don't know this, but Word. we were literally... We, Jacob Austin and I have literally, we've literally had been in a call for like hours four before hours, we even started recording this. Can you Jacob tell? literally sang that like right when he joined the call. Mm-hmm. And so like he's been, so yeah, like we've already heard this song before and it's, it's yeah. kind of fire. I didn't it's come mad fire. Sorry. I lied to you. Oh, was it, we th- was he, it more fire who, than who, my triple seven X rap? Who, who came up? Nah, who came up with original. it? That uh, it's from a it's from a show me and Thaddeus watch called Community, and we've been practicing. Oh my gosh! Of course, <laughs> we've been because we're like it's it's from the two characters called Troy and Abed, and we're we're getting ready for when the when the uh you know quarantine ends, and then when we all hang out again. We're gonna go with our group of friends. We're gonna just be sitting there, and we not only do we have a a handshake we've prepared that's from the show, but then when no one expects it, we're gonna do that whole rap. But the, what's interesting about that rap is there's actually beatboxing for the whole thing. And obviously they switch off between characters. So seamlessly they switch off between one person beatboxing to the other person beatboxing while they do their part of the rap. So it's kind of like a lot to practice. Okay. Let's move to the next question. But the jingle I did come up with on the spot. So that, was, that was fire. Okay. Of course. I've never been more tired hearing someone say something about community in my life. Can we please go like to the, the next show? question? 
I need to know, Coker. What's wrong with community? I, no, I don't like. I, I no, I like community. It's just hearing you talk about it. Why? I don't know. Cause I I was so mad because I thought you came up with that. Oh, I was, dude. I'm sorry. Okay. I was like, I never I said like, I came oh. up with it. I just didn't like. That is true. That is it, that, yeah. okay. I, I kind of did the same thing to Austin, so I can't really say anything. I, I if you guys want to know, I recorded a cover of a song by Buzzcocks called "I Don't Mind." And I put it in the group chat asking Austin to help me out with mixing. And Austin thought I wrote the song. And I broke it to him today that I didn't. Sorry, Actually, Austin. Coker covered huh. a song by Lucid Domino called Paper Planes. Yeah, called Paper Planes. And yeah. we all agree it's the best song I ever wrote. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's I go to the next question. Uh, to so, uh, so, uh, a good friend of ours, Joshua Edie, asked us a question. That's Edie. Yeah, it's not Edie. Yeah. Jo- what did you think it was? Dottle I said Edie. Is that actually how you pronounce his last name? Sure. That's Joshua. I mean, how yeah, else Edie. Would you I mean, it? I have, I have Edie. 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 from my it, area that have that last I've name. I've just been saying Eddie. Edie is a pretty <laughs> common name. My, my English teacher's last name is Edie. It's. I've it's, never heard of it. So Joshua Edie, a good friend of ours, shout out to Josh if he's watching this, he asked, what's the hardest part of producing a song from scratch? Well, probably, probably just, probably just knowing what it needs and Mm -hmm. like not putting in things that it doesn't need. Getting it going in a right direction. So, like, how many layers should you do for the snare? How many, how many measures should your intro be? What instruments mm-hmm. should be playing in the intro versus the rest of the song? Just knowing that is something that I think only comes with experience, and definitely, yeah, I, I definitely kinda... with like a good musical mind that you can imagine yeah. what kind of sounds you want for each part of the song. It definitely helps. If before you start uh, producing, like when you're writing a song or like just before you start putting it in, if you do like I do, and I I hardly ever write songs on paper or like on the notes anymore because most of my songs are instrumental. So like I carry them in my head and then just produce them. But like at some time, at some point before you start producing Get a good mental picture, or in this case, mental sound of how you want the song to sound, like from start to finish. What do you want in it? Like, what's the verse going to sound like? What's the chorus going to sound like? And I know that you can't always do that because sometimes you only start from an idea for a certain section. Like sometimes you only start with like a cool riff and you have to build it from there. Or sometimes, a lot of times... I'll start with like a melody for a chorus section and I have to build the verse later. So I get that that's not always possible, but if that's all you can do, if that's all that you get the picture for, definitely get it down, of course, but think through it. Think through it all the way first and get like a good mental sound as to how you want it to sound. Here's how uh, I've been. <clears throat> I've been experimenting with this, and I haven't had much success with it. But I'm trying. I've been. I you know. I learned more of music theory recently from Austin, <clears throat> and I've been trying to uh, write the chord progression before I start. And I haven't gotten it to really help me yet. But I feel like once I get there, like it might just be a lot easier to work on a song, so I don't have to worry about okay, like how do I? What do I go from here? I just. I already have the chord progression. I just work on leads and stuff and then figure out how I want it to sound. But I haven't yeah. gotten success with that yet. Uh, music theory has kind of limited me a bit. But I feel like once I get over that hurdle, it'll be like the best thing I can know. But I, for me... Oh. Yeah. No, you can go. You can go if you're not done. For me, I, I feel like the hardest part of uh, producing a song from scratch, usually it's just starting the song. I have to just... So, you know, I'll have a lot of days where, like, I'll, like, I just want to work on a song. I'll sit down. I'll open up Reason. I'll start something. And then, like, after, like, 20 minutes, it's like, I, I, I don't know. And I just I just exit and I just go back to doing something else. And um, I had this problem a lot recently. I was going through a <clears throat> real uh, musical ruts. But I 
think I'm almost out of it. I've, I've been having a little more luck with producing, but you know, sometimes I just have no idea where I want to like start from. And if I start with something like a decent idea, it's like, I don't know what to do with this. And, you know, I just had Dream from scratch and Late Night of Power Lights come out. It's like, I don't want an album that sounds identical to it. I need to do something to make it more unique and different. But all I know is what I've done in the past. And that's what I've been struggling with a lot is doing something unique. I want to experiment more with like guitars and stuff. I'm not good at guitar, so I can't really play guitar. So I'm just, you know. This, I think this, every producer, I think every producer kind of feels that way sometimes about not knowing where to take an idea. I know I do. So like there's plenty of files that I have where it's just like eight bars or 16 bars with nothing else on it. And uh, mm -hmm. with like, so it's, it'll be like eight bars or 16 bars of just me playing a few instruments or sometimes just programmed a few instruments, sometimes even without drums. And I'm like, you know, if I can't build onto this, then I might work it into another song. Just like as a B section, just like as a B section or something. Not Coker, though. He doesn't give projects oh. enough time to actually ferment like that. <sighs> if he can't yeah. write the whole thing, it's it's gone, or it's just he's just going to ignore it or something. Yeah, that's my problem. My, you guys really just nailed it on the head for me. I don't know. I might have to come up with something because um, you guys really just said my main point. I guess, I guess if I have anything that's hard to come up with, you know, hard to do, when it comes to, you know, writing and stuff, uh, the only thing I could think of would be, uh, sort of, I guess, just in general, like trying to make something that seems different from like other stuff. You know, like I, a lot of the stuff I write is not necessarily imitating or copying, but taking inspiration for example that the, the one of the last times i did why their eyes i did a lot of stuff mimicking nick drake and i had Ooh. to sort of while writing like nick drake to also sort of keep myself at a point where i wasn't mimicking mm -hmm. him i wasn't copying him you know and at some points, I did break that and ended up just straight up copying him, not necessarily ripping him off, but yeah, made, writing a song that like really, yeah, writing yeah. a song that really felt like I was just trying to be like, write that style. But that's sort of my main problem. And another, and I guess another big problem I have is just in general with lyrics, trying to write something that is fits the song that also isn't terrible, you know? That's just really, you guys, other than that, you guys really just nailed it on the head. My main problems mm -hmm. with writing my own, producing my own songs. Yeah, it's a lot easier to work on a song when you already have it established and all I got to do is build onto it. Because all I got to do is just like play around with like the same chord progression and work on like, uh, you know, just like sound design and stuff. It's a lot easier to play around with than like just simply like, okay, how do I make a song? Like, what am I doing? What's the song going to be? Sound design is so. really hard for me anyways. For me, it's kind of not, but that's only, I, you know, I, I do use a lot of uh, just like presets already made. I rarely make my own patches, um, but that's then not always the case. Not really sound designing, but okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah, you well, got yeah. a, you got a cool analog synth. What are you even doing? Well, I have, well, to be fair, I haven't really been making much as that much music lately. Um, but I mean, no, I am working it into a lot of songs and then sometimes I'll use it as a, uh. I'll build onto like a lead that's already made, but I'll use yeah, that good. as well and kind of blend them in together. Blending in sounds can make a whole unique sound. And that's my form of sound designs. So I like to build I like to use a lot of different sounds and then blend them in together to make like one sound. So I wanna say I'm a sound design expert. I mainly only design like leads and stuff. But like pads and stuff, I don't know. I don't know how you design a pad really, other than like simple like square. Wait, uh, <laughs> low attack, low low attack. That's it. <laughs> low attack, high low attack, or no, high sorry, release. high attack, low release. What kind of what kind of sounds do you design, Austin? Like, are you doing like all of it, or are you like? No, I mean, it's hard for me. That's why I don't do it so much. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, layering yeah, I, you know, layering is definitely something that I like to do. Yeah, same um, here. I like to take sounds that might not be such high quality on their own 
and put them together put them together with more highly produced sounds sounds that you might say are more high quality to form a mm-hmm. unique hybrid but mostly what i do the most design on like true sound design would be the drums i'm always trying to uh make the drums sound a certain way and what do you mean like, do you make your own samples and stuff or well i take the samples yeah i do like to sample um Sometimes I will record a clap or a few other things. I record a lot of my claps and like I'll like just clap into the mic to a rhythm of my song. I've done it for a lot of songs and even some I of did that songs. For, I I sort of I try to I try to sort of keep imperfections. I don't like to strive for perfection. I feel like perfection is sort of going for what is perfect and continuing after that is sort of what you know it sort of is the way it sort of drives something from whether or not it's like a classic rock sort of song or an old school type of song towards what is more modern because you know in the 70s and 80s uh, you know up until the 90s they didn't have the ability to just sit there and keep constantly going back and re-recording to make sure it was getting just perfect you know uh, so they would just do whatever was closest as they could to what sounded best, you know, and that's what I like to do. I'm, it's not necessarily laziness. I'm definitely not lazy when it comes to my music. I actually, I put a good bit of effort into it. I just don't, if I, if something's off by just the slightest bit, I don't try to go back and fix it. I try to keep, I keep it in there. Right. That's I was going to say, I was going to say that, I like to, um, like when it comes to effects that kind of shape the tone, I will use those more on drums than anything else. Just me personally. Like we're talking distortion, like tube distortion, tape distortion, saturation definitely. And uh, sometimes a few interesting other things. Sometimes I'll double some leads with unison or chorus. But anyways, tone shaping plugins there's, I like to use on drums. Yeah. Resonators. Yeah. Sometimes. There's a drum patch that I have that every time I record something with it, Austin always asks the same question. He goes, what is that drum noise? It's the um, demolition kit that Logic has. And every, it's this like, it's this very like lo-fi Distorted it's, it's just sound. A, it sounds of. kind of big. Hey right? Austin, do you want to? Yeah. You want to talk about the new piano on Reason that you realize is like one of the best sounding pianos? That's surprising. I mean, maybe when Coker's done. At least it's surprisingly good. Mm. I, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's surprisingly best, good. It's, it was, I just, mm. um, if you want to sound more like Owl City. You can use the A Grand Piano preset in NXT. Every so often he has a song where he uses the B Grand Piano preset in NXT, such as um, The Grand Staircase by Port Blue or Owl City Song Designer Skyline. But the main piano sound, like, I think this was an NXT preset that got taken away and remade into the ID8 instrument plugin. I was playing around with this if you've heard my my remix of determination from undertale the song in the style of owl city slash port blue and like style of like uh up ship by port blue but i ended up using the id8 piano because i was using the a grand piano from in nxt but it was just too resonant it just didn't sound like up ship when i compared it and the ID8 one doesn't sound exactly like it either. I think he had some sort of interesting reverb patch because I know he records custom reverb uh, impulse responses. And I think you could pull those in back then. I might be wrong. Anyways, I couldn't get the reverb just right, but the ID8 sounded way better, like way closer to his upship piano sound. All you have to do is roll up the modulation knob a bit, which will roll down the cutoff. It'll be a, a tone shaping knob. But I figure, like, if you want to get the piano sound from, like, Vanilla Twilight or maybe, uh, what's another Owl City song from that uh, time that's shower? got piano? Hmm? Meteor Shower? 
yeah, meteor shower or even fireflies itself. I don't care. But yeah, just try the ID8. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy because that's the stock MIDI thing. That's like the stockest of stock reason sounds. It's and whenever a, it's you pull a sound, up a it's, MIDI... It's the sound writing tool instrument. It's called the ID8, as Austin said. And it's literally meant to like demo songs. It's like you just kind of like write it. When you... It. um, Yeah, like I remember when I first got Reason 8, one of the demo songs did in fact use that as the piano sound. Mm-hmm. But when I you pull in that. MIDI files... It will actually pull them in as ID8 sounds, which is pretty interesting. That's all. I've yeah. begun... So speaking about instruments and stuff that, you know, artists and stuff use, I re- so I recently got a record. So for my birthday, which was about, a you know, a couple days ago, probably a week at the time this comes out, uh, I got a record from a group called that's it's a it's an album called Love Bites, which is by the punk group uh, Buzzcocks, and there's a the vinyl of the album comes with a lot of info on it that you would not expect, and it came with this little you know sheet that had all the credits and stuff on there. And normally when you have the credits for an album, you may have, you know, oh, the producer, you know, maybe the engineers as well, and then the members, obviously, and maybe the person who made the album cover. But this one actually goes insanely in-depth with how, you know, how much just info it covers from, you know, just from everything. And it's, so for example, uh, it lists what each member played on the album. It lists the person who designed the inside sleeve for the album, the person who mixed it, the person who mastered it, the person who runs the management agency that they were managed by. They It just lists everything and even gives like extra credits to people. And I was able to look at this and see what all the, you know, musicians and stuff use. So, uh, should I go into that or should I not, guys? I mean, just a brief overview wouldn't hurt. So, in short, uh, Pete Shelley, who was the lead singer and wrote a lot of their big songs, you know, he used a Gibson Marauder or Marauder uh, for his songs. Uh, The rhythm guitarist... Or not rhythm guitarist, lead guitarist. Sorry, Pete Shelley is the rhythm guitarist. The lead guitarist, Steve Diggle, used uh, a Les Paul Jr. with TV Yellow and also used a Telecaster Custom. The bassist, Steve Garvey, used a Music Man Stingray and a Fender Precision. And John Mayer, the... Uh, or John, John Mayer? Not John Mayer, he John Mayer. He makes real music. He used a Premier drum kit, and then they all all the other guys used. John uh, Mayer H&H plays drums. He's so talented. <laughs> of course, he plays Dude. drums. John Mayer does whatever he John, wants when he wants. John Mayer. Does. He doesn't care about the law. John he Mayer doesn't care about the people's well being. He doesn't care about society. He doesn't care about Seth MacFarlane. He doesn't care about my heart or your heart, and neither will he care about any of his fangirls' heart. And that's just the absolute truth. He only cares about Katy Perry. <laughs> Goodness, what do you have against John Mayer? Nothing. <laughs> it's John Maher. There's John Ma. John. It's, it's like John Ma. Maher or something. It's He's, M. You pronounce it's it M A H E R or something. It's it's M A H E R. Yeah, that's Mar. Mar. Yeah. Okay. Ain't that weird? Yeah. It's weird trying to pronounce it, you know, but yeah, it's, it's weird. Usually like a record, you know, usually, especially with the, you know, digital, you never really get to see the credits, like the liner notes on an album, you know, but, um, you, but this record, you know, it, it does, it includes more than that. It includes like just about every piece of info you can get. And that, that sort of gets me on another thing, how you never really get, to see the back cover of albums anymore unless you specifically look it up you know i remember itunes actually in the early days used to have a feature where you could see the back cover uh i remember 
that was one of the things they showed mm. off. Steve Jobs showed off when they were looking at the iPhone and you pulled up iTunes. He showed that you could have the front cover and the back cover and it would just flip around where you could see the back cover. Mm. And I feel like I wish they would bring that back because that's a cool thing. And it, it, it's always fun being able to have a the lyrics. It's always fun having to have a back cover along with your album, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess. And it's, uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, I wish they would bring that back. And there's, but now that, you know, there's really no need for it now. Most people don't even pay attention to the album covers anymore unless they're like really out there, like Igor. I guess. You got a point. Um, well, anyways. You guys want to know a fun fact before we continue? It's kind of yeah. sound related. Um, hmm. The sound made by the Krakatoa volcano eruption in 1883 was so loud that it raptured eardrums of people 40 miles away. And it traveled yeah. around the world four times and it was clearly heard 3,000 miles away. So it's like if you heard something from San Francisco all the way in New York. Which is pretty yeah. crazy. And, wow. And... Uh, the explosion, uh, at least from this guy on Reddit, said it, it was approximately 24 atomic bombs. Reddit. This is a Reddit moment. It's a Reddit post, guys. Keep that in mind. Hey, guys. Reddit. Reddit. Guys, guess what? I stumped. Guess what, guys? I, I jumped off a. I jumped off my coffee table and broke my toe. Reddit, do your thing. Do your thing, was, Reddit. You're, you're going to do your thing? Twitter, Reddit. do your thing. Anyways. No, it's um, Reddit, do your thing. <laughs> Anyways, Coker has something else to present to us now. This is uh, speaking about records. Uh, yeah. Please, Jacob and I are somewhat, maybe blissfully, but definitely unaware of a man by the name of Joe Exotic. But Coker has yeah, berated us for not dude. knowing about this oh, gentleman. Oh, yeah. He wants to talk about I don't know Joe how Exotic's y'all don't know about this. Records. It's literally, it's been so, okay, so... I never I heard of him until so you mentioned just knowing, him, okay? And then yeah, I started so, okay, seeing Okay, so because everywhere. of that, I will... Okay, so I'm going to explain, all right? So, I, basically, for a little bit of an explanation, Joe Exotic was... He ran the GW Winwood Zoo in Oklahoma, uh, and he was he was known for the fact that he was a very eccentric dude. Uh, he had two, he, he had two husbands. Uh, he had many tigers, which he bred a lot. Uh, he just, he had, he was a very crazy dude. He had a lot of wild animals and he ran a zoo for it. And one of the things he did, he met a guy named Grant. I can't remember his last name. I remember his Grant. All right. So Grant, so Grant was his sort of producer for all this stuff and so basically they opened up a studio in that the Winwood Zoo and in essence the studio was also the place where they would keep the alligators that they had which were owned by Joe Exotic's husband uh they had so they had this uh you know alligator pool and right next to it was their recording studio. So that's like the only studio I could think of where you would record next to live alligators. Uh, definitely a very comfortable in co- recording environment, hmm. but um, it also served as a TV studio where Joe exotic and I'm pretty sure his name was grant. Uh, he was a TV producer for a bit, but um, so him and Joe exotic would, work on this they had like a daily show that they had uh and a lot of it was just joe exotic making fun of carol baskins which if you've seen the show you'll know why and they would also record (laughs) joe exotic's country music and joe exotic had a good bit of country music surprisingly so joe exotic the, the song it, he sounds completely different when he sings these songs. I've listened to all of them, by the way. He sounds completely different because when you hear Joe Exotic talk, he has a very, in, in the nicest way possible, nasally voice. Like Tom that, Belong. That is, yeah. It, when he's talking normally, he has a very sort of nasally almost voice. You know, hi everybody, my name's Joe Exotic. That's how he sort of talks. That 
whole tone is completely gone when he sings. He sounds like a, you know, he's like, no, no, you know, whenever he's, he's singing, he has like a completely, a just, a, he goes a complete 180 with his voice and sounds like a typical country singer, you know, n- n- in a, not in a bad way. It's kind of funny because, uh, the older Tom DeLonge, when he sung high, you could tell he had a very nasally voice, but the way he sings now, it, it's not really that noticeable, which is kind of funny because uh, he sings with a deeper voice now. So yeah. it sounds pretty different. And yeah, but, um, so Joe Exotic, he had, so when he sings, it's it, the nasally tone in his voice is just completely lost. He sounds, uh, I can't really compare him cause I don't really listen to a lot of country music, but he has a very That's different crazy. sounding voice when he is singing. <sighs> How should I go around saying this? The music's not that bad. It, I looking at it genuinely, it's very, it's finely produced. There's no, I can't really notice any sort of errors in the recording that, you know, you know, degrade from the sound. The melodies, a lot of the time are fairly well written. The lyrics, yeah, it's a country song. I mean, the lyrics aren't going to be exactly the greatest thing ever, but defer how a country song is. They definitely aren't terrible. Genuinely, if you told me this was some random country singer, not Joe Exotic, I would not be shocked. It, 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 well, you would. They're not that no, bad. You would be shocked when you found out that it was actually not a uh, random country singer, but actually Joe Exotic. Oh yeah, if they told me it was, yeah, I was, I would be shocked then. But if they just told me it was an actual country singer, not Joe Exotic, I would not be shocked at all. It doesn't <laughs> sound like, yeah, you know, uh, and but there's one song in particular I'll talk about called "Here Kitty Kitty." Uh, so one of the things that the show talks about. And it's no, I, I'm, I don't care about spoilers because it's not a spoiler at this point. Literally everybody talks about it at this point. Except us. It's, yeah, except you guys. The character Carol Baskins, or not character, well, she is sort of a character just like everyone else in the you know show, but the, the, the person Carol Baskins. So if you don't, for some background, Carol Baskins married a man by the name of Dan. Uh, I can't remember his last name at the moment, but Dan was a, no, not Dan Aykroyd. He was, Dan collected a lot of tigers and she married him, you know, and eventually in the nineties, he disappeared mysteriously. And one of the leading theories about that disappearance is that she killed him and fed him to the tigers. And wow. the main person who believes that theory is none other than Joe Exotic. So he wrote a song called Here Kitty Kitty that's literally about Carol Baskins murdering her husband and feeding him to tigers. And the music video literally shows he found a Carol Baskins lookalike to act in the music video and like feed meat to tigers. Like it goes that he goes that far with how much he hates that woman. Like it's insane. It's shocking. You know, it's, it's, if I can, if I can find it real quick, it's, it's, it's definitely one of the highlights of his career. I will say that it's, it has some, it has some it, lyrics. I can read you off the lyrics here right now. So here's the, here's just the verse in the chorus, just for an idea. She was a rich woman. She had rich tastes. She felt the blood running through her veins. She liked the life she had. She loved her big cats and the beauty of being untamed. Everything was fine, just as sweet as wine, but her husband went and disappeared. But then it got a little crazy, got a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong here. And then the chorus is, uh, oh... Oh, here, kitty, kitty, mama's got treat for you. Oh, here, kitty, kitty, you can't find this taste in the zoo. Oh, here, kitty, kitty, well, Mama Carol sure loves you. Oh, here, kitty, kitty, mama made this for you. Have you ever realized how much Joe Exotic kind of looks like Takashi 69 He does. You're, you're right. Holy cow. That's insane. You you got a point. Now that I really think about it, he does. He looked like he could be Six Nine's dad or something. Yeah. Well, hmm. partners. Saying, hey, they both. They both got it. I mean, they both went to the law for trying to kill people. 
That's what Indeed. Joe Exotic's in. That's what Joe Exotic's in prison for. He uh he hi- apparently he hired somebody to kill Carol Baskins and Indeed. got caught doing it. But yeah, and it's well, it's it's insane though. There it, it, I will overall to cut it short because I've taken a whole long time doing this talking about this, but to cut it short, they're better than what you would expect. Joe Baskins country, I mean Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic's country records better than you might expect. Yeah, and that's coming from someone who normally hates country. So take it with take that, you know, for some truth. Because I don't like country music, and I even, I even liked some of the songs that he made. <laughs> well, indeed. Well, you have anything to indeed. say on this, Jacob? No. Yeah, y'all never the listen need to him because y'all don't words. You dude. guys don't. You guys need- don't. The people Do need a word from the Jacob. I know nothing. About Jacob didn't that. listen to him. How's he supposed to give any opinion on him? Well, he can just sit there dude, and be like, "I didn't listen to him, but they're fantastic." They trying to be great. Trying to be great. They trying to be great. Let's not sing that before we get copyright. <laughs> right. Well, anyways, we are drawing near to the end of another episode. And uh, it's Rest been a good one. We got one more topic to talk about. That is yeah. the Google Drugs. Sheets Composer. Did you guys know that you can now use Google Sheets as a MIDI composer? <gasps> what? Really? I wish that I could share this story that I saw on Instagram. Um, I wish I could have shared it with you guys, but something was wrong, or either that or I just don't know how to use Instagram. Yasutaka Nakata, the producer for Perfume and Keri Pamyu Pamyu, uh, and Capsule, of course, uh, he posted an Instagram story where he made like a uh, very rudimentary um, MIDI sort of thing for one of Perfume's songs, Chocolate Disco. It's very rudimentary. It's just a bass, a melody, and a beat. But it's in Google Sheets. What part of that is not cool? That is cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, Sounds kind of difficult to to use, though. Hopefully it's going to be really. better than Sibelius. I mean, it just looks like a MIDI roll. Yes, it's it better may, than... It, may, it, 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 it is be. more intuitive than Sibelius. I can just about guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find it, though. Because obviously you guys didn't watch it. I didn't send it to you. Well, I mean, you didn't watch anything about Tiger King, so we're even. Well, Am I supposed to? Okay, fine. Bro. Okay, so I found it now. It's actually called Chrome Lab Music Lab Chrome Experiments, I guess. I don't know. But uh, we'll put a link to that in the description, maybe. You guys didn't hear it because I muted, but my brother walked in my room. <laughs> oh. What did he say? Did he say good podcast, guys? He came in and I muted myself. On the on the mixer, by the way, so you guys aren't. There's no recording of it. I was like, "Bro, I'm doing the podcast." I wish I could mute myself on the mixer. I don't have a mixer. I have an interface only because I'm an idiot. idiot. Well, I mean, you can turn off the fan of power. Idiot. Uh, is, is that a good idea though? While recording. I mean, the interface doesn't know that you're recording. That's true. Let's try it now. The interface doesn't know you're recording. The interface is oblivious. What an idiot. Hey, focus right. You're a dumb idiot. You're an idiot baby. Just like the audio listeners of this podcast. You must watch the ear. Did you guys just hear something? I just did the flowey laugh. No, that wasn't that. I thought I heard like screaming, bro. This is about I to be turned into a dark. This is about to be turned into a. This is about to turn into a dark episode of. I did extra the reverb. laugh. That's probably what you heard. You know, you were just going <laughs> or something like that. Coker, that's on your mm, end, whatever. so you might want to check on your family. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> we're going to end the episode here and let him go check on whatever I, that was. I heard the outro. That's, this I is this took an now. unnerving turn near the end, dude. It's definitely not done in Hopefully post. Hopefully we return for another episode because we still have some topics to talk about. I don't. But we're going to save this them for another guys. episode because I'll we still have an hour here. Never again. Never again? 
Yeah, this is my last podcast, guys. Really? Nah, just kidding. I'll be back for episode 11, maybe. Probably. Probably.